Hey everyone, we just want to remind you that this is just a silly podcast. Yeah, like baby games. Yeah, it's uh, meant to be entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be funny. I mean, it's much fun as you can have bitching. But yeah, go on. I have a ton of fun bitching. Our hate is uh, it's purely hyperbole. There's enough actual hate in the world already, all right? Speak for yourself. I joined the group. We love everyone. We encourage you to do the same. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. Heck, you gotta try. And now, on with the show. You should be barricaded in your house and kept off of the street or sterilized, lobotomized, left in a car in heat because the things you say and do tell me your brain cells are you, and that is why I hate you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pod. I am Matthew. And I am Joaquin. And we're here this week to talk about, uh, well, we're not going to get into that yet. What am I going to introduce the topic when we usually do that <laughs> an hour into the show? Uh, thanks for, for joining. Did I say the pod? I did say the pod, right? I don't. I wasn't why, paying you any attention. Why do attention? people say the pod? I, I because can't everybody it. likes to abbreviate everything and try to sound cool. And It sounds know, once, stupid, though. The it pod. does. But it's sort of like, you know, everybody makes a fucking, they, they abbreviate something or they make a nickname for something, no matter how stupid it is, and it's associated with them as part of their brand. But, but then everybody starts doing it. And only two syllables. It, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It People abbreviate everything. <laughs> that's true. Just, just like assholes who don't get that they're saying ATM machine. <laughs> that they're saying the abbreviation. I've heard VIP it. person too. <laughs> Jesus <really> Christ. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of times where people tack on the last word in an acronym to uh the uh the end of the acronym. I, I wonder what you know, I, I wonder what the etym- is it et- etymology. I always get mixed up. Entomology is insects. Etymology, I believe, is words. I wonder what the etymology and I could be totally wrong and I just sound like an idiot. But I, I only what, know entomans, so I, I don't mm, know. Uh, I wonder what the etymology <laughs> to work podcast is i've never considered where that came from like where why pod i don't know well, i guess i know the word broadcast is the the second half of the root word but yeah that makes sense okay so that makes sense but what the fuck is pod it doesn't matter. i don't know what the pod i i have a feeling and maybe i'm wrong but pod was probably an acronym for something else Ooh, that's a good point and it, that Google got that abbreviated shit. and so it's like you know whatever pod would be broadcast they okay got, you keep talking i'm gonna that, i'm so. gonna google it you're gonna, gonna look it to, up <laughs> i'm gonna have to get rid of the this clacking of the a, keyboard while i'm just talking a random like <laughs> it's just just a random thought i mean it, it's not although randomly has nothing to do with oh. necessarily the topic oh no what this is irritating is this makes me oh, angry no. Whoa, 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 before you say it, before you say it, are you angry because you it didn't pop up in your head so it makes sense? Or are you angry because it's actually stupid? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast is a portmanteau, portmanteau, portmanteau of iPod and broadcast. Yep. Okay. So that makes me angry because that means whenever I use the word podcast, I'm I'm promoting the Apple brand. Apple. Yeah, which irritates me to no end. All right. I'm going to start it's a petition off of Apple. So new name, new name, no longer going to be called a podcast. So we're going to come up with a new name. We're going to get one of them petition.org things for the White House where you got to get like 50,000 signatures and then they have to respond, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, by the way. You can get 50,000. Mm. I don't Maybe it's 500,000. I don't know. Whatever the number is, you can get that many people on the Internet to, to sign a petition for fucking anything. I mean, I could go on and be like, uh, let's resurrect Hitler and put him back in power and I could get 50,000 signatures. You know, I, I could be wrong here. But um, petition.org, which has been around for a really fucking long time, 
um, got a bunch of different things signed over the years, and like a handful of those things actually fucking worked. Yeah, the site's that's still true. going strong, but just they've gotten a shitload of signatures for a bunch of different petitions, and like a handful of them actually went through. Am I wrong? Isn't there a certain maybe it's not petition.org, maybe it's I don't know what site it is. Petition.org makes the most sense because that's like you said, that's the one that's been around longest. But I believe There's there is change.org too. Maybe it's change.org, which one is another them, petition site. Yeah, what one of them I believe if if you get a certain number, the White House is obligated to respond. I could be totally wrong. Maybe that's just bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <thing> sure. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> the White House will respond. They're just they're obligated to do so. Well, you know, maybe yeah, they just have some so intern or some sounding. some dingbat send some. Yeah, okay, we'll look into it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, yeah, how are you? How are your? Uh, how are things going over there with you? Uh, that's still got a toothache, which I mentioned before we started recording. Yeah, that's um awesome. They they won't the dentist won't see me until Thursday. Um, I stupidly I I lost track of time because I in the beginning of the month I took my kids to go look at Halloween costumes so they can decide what they want so I can go get them without having to be with them because without having to deal with can I can I can I wear it now can I play with it no don't mess with don't I don't want to like I don't want to hear all that so yeah. I just want to buy it if it doesn't fit take my ass back there and get them another one right but I lost track of time with everything going on I had a coworker he um unfortunately was let go so all his responsibility is now my responsibility love the way and, those things work oh yeah I, I I can't even tell you the – I say that like it's thousands, but it's been quite a few. There have been quite a few times where I've had a job where they let somebody else go and all of their responsibility just came to me. And that yep. was it. It wasn't even that they they were looking to hire somebody. It was just like, here you go. Um, I This is a stupid fucking job to have that I'm talking about. But I, I was in charge of – okay, they call it single copy for the newspapers when they deliver to stores. It's called single copy okay. because people are buying a single copy of the newspaper instead of buying you know a subscription. So I, I was in charge of single copy for our area. There are two, two uh, people that were in charge of single copy, me and this other person. And it's all of our area, like pretty much the entire like four or five counties in our area. It's a big area. And mm -hmm. my uh, my. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but my my other the other person that was in charge for half of the areas quit and they literally just gave me all the areas. And we're like, yeah, they're all yours now. And just literally double the work. I mean, not even no figurative uh, speaking about it, literally double the work. And it's just like, there oh, you go. Geez. And that was it. And then, oh, and then uh, there was a supervisor too that was in charge of the two of us and they fired him and then just gave me his responsibilities too on top of it. Again, this is the newspaper industry. So we're talking about when I was working there, it was in its, you know, real start of the, 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 the can't talk today is really in the start decline. of the decline of the newspaper yeah. industry. I mean, that, I guess it started with the internet, the but it was, it was when it was industry. really getting bad, like when things were getting really bad. So I, I guess they were kind of stuck, but yeah, that happens all the time. It's, it's just the way jobs yeah. work. Uh huh. And, and part of it, I can understand, but part of it, I can't like, you know, they, they were in the midst of firing this guy apparently for three weeks. Within that time, they could have hired someone. They could have at, done at anything. least to come in and start training with you or something. You yeah. Know? Um. Then they 
Um, they let him go in the middle of the day while I was already covering a store for him. So if I was covering a store for him, that means they already knew. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was, I called him because I was like, Hey, I need this package. I'm in your store. I need, like, I, I don't know where it is. He goes, Oh yeah, I, I, I still have that. It's like, well, they didn't have you leave. It goes, no, um, I'm going to figure something out. Cause I'm supposed to be doing this other store and I can't find it. So I'm going to call. And he calls my boss and he goes, and um, sorry. And then I call my boss as well. And I go, Hey, I can't finish this job. He's like, fine, just don't finish the job. I don't finish it. He, uh, everything's going normal. Then my coworker calls him. My former coworker goes, dude, they let me go. <laughs> that sucks. And they've been, they've been doing it for three weeks. Um, oh, I'm sorry. During the initial conversation, he said something that was odd to me. He says, the store doesn't want me in the store. They just don't want me there. Not me as in yeah. me, but him. So That's that kind of tipped me off that there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. So then, mind you, this was like the beginning of the week. Um, Actually, last week. And over the weekend, I get an email from my boss saying, well, unfortunately, he's been let go. So all the stuff, all of his material is going to be left in this store. And we're going to have his materials um other materials shipped to your house so now my car is full of boxes again um and you'll be traveling from between uh from like i think they're like 100 miles each way away Jeez, from each other back and forth Jesus Christ that's a lot that'll of distance. Be your territory right now but we're 100 we're miles 100 miles and mind you that's not supposed to be what i'm supposed to be encompassing and I mean, a hundred miles out one direction, a hundred miles out the other direction. Yeah, that's insane. So, so granted, I I will at least drive in a okay day, like a hundred to something miles. Yeah, but if you're talking hundred miles in each direction, figure could take you two hours to travel hundred miles in a good uh-huh. day. You're talking uh-huh. two hours one way, two hours one way. You could be going four hours from one side to the other. That's and a that's, huge area, and mind you. And mind you, I'm not, and I'm not trying to over exaggerate it, saying like I'm going from my house hundred miles out. I misspoke when I said that. It's a hundred miles essentially in both directions. But what they do is they go, oh well, you have all these work. Well, can you hit this store? And can you hit this store? And can you hit this store? So they're going to have me travel a hundred mile, like an, an hour and a half out. Then travel across to the other store that'll create the 100 the 200 miles because that's not even counting coming home and i told them i need to be done working by three o'clock because luckily my kids have aftercare but if i'm an hour out if i hit traffic i need those two hours to get home right absolutely and I, I'm constantly arguing with them. Last year, I, w- I covered the entire um, district by myself and because two people left. They left, so they, they weren't fired or anything. They left. I covered it all by myself. I was a fucking man, and I was burnt out. I had no personal time to do anything. I had no patience for my family because I was just exhausted. Yeah, I get it. I, I didn't get a I didn't get a raise. I barely got a thank you. The most that they gave me is when I got COVID, they didn't give me a hard time about it. <laughs> that was it. And it's happening again around the same time. And it's retail, so this is the time. Yeah, this is the busy time. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't need this and I'm not gonna do it. 
I'm fire me. Have nobody here. But I am not doing it. I can't do it. So I'm stressed about that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, to your point, like it's not like you don't. I mean, that, not that you want to do it, but it's not even that you don't want to do it. So you literally can't. Like you've got yeah. responsibilities and other things going on. That's the any any, especially when you work in a corporate. Uh, job like that where you're working for a corporation they don't give two fucks they just don't nope. they really don't care they, i mean I, I say that but i've worked jobs for small business i worked at a, a local marketing agency and the owner she could not give two fucks either so i guess i don't know maybe it just well, doesn't matter the, the one thing i can give as a piece of understanding is when i was a manager for samsung they kept saying shit to me like i would take the hit for for my team I always did. Unless my team member fucked up themselves, I would take the hit for them. Mm -hmm. um, if I felt like it was wrong, like um, they would say, "Oh well, we got to make these x many uh, x amount of sales in this phone, and you know, you get a bonus. You get a hundred dollar bonus if, for every five phones you sell." Like, okay, what incentive do I get my in my employees? for them to sell those phones. Cause I'm only one person. I can sell phones. I talk right. to people. That's what I do. But if I don't have anything that I can give them, right. What, 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 what am I supposed to do? Well, you're supposed to motivate them and teach them and have them. No. What am I supposed to give them? Well, this doesn't make any sense to me because you're the manager, right? So you're the one that's supposed to have the gravitas and the knowledge and the, uh, I guess, maturity to be able to do the job well. They're giving you an incentive, but not the underlings under you. I say that's a derogatory sound. <laughs> but you know what I mean? The, the people under <laughs> no, you, the people under you who really could use an incentive probably mm -hmm. and don't don't give them one yeah i mean that's the way with with every job though it's always like the management job. and management gets the bonuses management gets the incentives i mean that's the well, way it's been for me too well what i was leaning towards was okay so they would give me those incentives some people are um are motivated by that some managers and they usually step on the necks of people and you know the people who are disillusioned with how retail and business works where they're just like well it's my job i gotta do my job that's what i signed up for you know they they just kind of fall in line but then there's the other half someone who is in a manager position as i said before i took the hit they my manager my managers and my bosses would yell at me or undermine me or make me feel less less than which would either make me want to project that energy downward towards my employees or would make me so overwhelmed and stressed about what my overhead wants that my employees that I don't think about my employees as people. I think of them as assets. And so with businesses like that, which I've recognized with my current manager um, because I've been through four <laughs> in this job i've lasted most of my own management at this point um and i've only been in for like two or three years i think two years um they put pressure on him and he's tried so hard to be understanding of my situation but they don't care because their pressure's on him because there's pressure on them from whoever else is out in the cosmic ether above them because after when you when you depersonalize the employee 
you're just seeing the numbers of the business going and going and you just need that number. You need those numbers going and yep. you're addicted to that. It's like playing fucking like the casino. You're just seeing those numbers, but you're not thinking of, oh, well, this person is has to has to be functional and taken care of. No, no, but we pay them. That that's, You're not taking care of them, though. Like, money is not the end-all, be-all. Like, you can have all the money in the world and still freaking jump off of a building. Like, Absolutely. You're not yeah. taking care of the person. So now, me being the bottom rung, because I just didn't like the responsibility of being some kind of manager, because I feel like a shitbag when I have to do certain things. Um, and I can't make my own schedule which is what i'm doing which what i have with this job um they the person who's yelling at my boss doesn't get it and when they talk to me i let them have it i don't cuss them out i'm not disrespectful but i'm yeah. like i cannot do this i don't know if you're looking at a map but go by the map and then imagine your morning commute on a bad day right so you could say well it only will take you a half an hour to get there. Yeah, except for the roads closed there. I have to go through a toll. There's car accidents in this area because this area is very volatile and it has a roundabout. And most people around this area don't know how to use a goddamn roundabout. <laughs> and get stuck and, behind a bus and there's a yeah. down power line. Yeah. And even if I can get there in the morning, but when I'm heading home three or four hours later, I can't get to my kids. And if I can't get to my kids, then I'm going to quit because my kids are my priority. Of course. So yeah. I'm not sticking with the job. So unless you can get somebody, I cannot do this. Unless you clear out all my other responsibilities and I can make my specific day to go there. Yeah, makes sense. Middle middle management as a whole is tough because if you're – I shouldn't say that. Middle management as an empathetic person is tough. Yeah, it's tough. Right? Because, like, you're just getting shit on by, like you said, the people that are just completely disconnected to the lower level operations that are just looking at the numbers and going, this is where we need to be. But, and then you also have to deal with the people that are supposed to get you there that yeah. aren't getting paid enough, generally probably don't give a shit when it comes down to it. <laughs> I, I mean, when I worked for uh, Musicland, I, uh, I managed a store. Uh, a Suncoast video, good old Suncoast uh, video. Uh, I managed a Suncoast video, and um, they, I mean, Music Land's out of business now, so I guess I could talk as much shit as I want, right? Oh yeah, kill them. <laughs> uh, they they had you know their their whole thing. It was funny to me. They never really focused on on sales in general. It was never like you know try to get this person to buy two CDs instead of one CD. Try to get them to buy this. I once in a while they'd be like try to get them to buy some batteries with their whatever. I'd be like batteries. Like what's the how is why like anyway? But they were really focused on two things. They had their loyalty program, mm -hmm. which every business has. Uh, and I'm not. I mean, I, I don't want to get into the you know whether or not a loyalty program is a good thing to push, but they had that and they had, um, what the fuck were they called? Oh, entertainment weekly magazine subscriptions. Oh my God. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. So essentially the, the, the process was they, they give the little brochure to the customer. The customer would fill out their information yep. and then the customer would get a trial subscription for entertainment weekly and then be billed. It, and it after auto, yeah, right. I'm about to say it auto auto build auto after yep. whatever it was. I don't know, months, six months, whatever it was. Enough time for you to forget. Right. Plenty of time for you to forget. And when they started pushing it, so actually I was a head cashier at the time. So I was in charge of the cashiers and 
them, that was their whole job was pushing the loyalty program and pushing the entertainment weekly. The loyalty program was, it was fine. You know, it was, it was a loyalty program. You spend money, you get credits back in the store. I didn't really have yeah. a problem with that other than how uh, voracious they could be with pushing it to, to uh, customers really just mm-hmm. kind of digging in, Best digging in like that too. I mean, it got to the point where customers come in and put their shit on the counter and just go, I don't want a card, <laughs> you know, because they were so used to. I remember. Holy shit. I remember having to be like that. Yeah. There's. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Suncoast was, was so bad about that. It was the worst. And and I mean, oh, I, I when I when I did do cashiering, I, was a kid. <laughs> I actually like being a cashier. I like to do the cashier because I like talking to people and, you know, mm-hmm. just having little conversations with the with the good people. Obviously, there are people that were dicks, obviously. Uh, but the people that would come up and would have their purses and I'd be, oh, I really like that band or, oh, that's a really cool whatever. You know, just have the nice – yeah like you could have like a hundred little interactions in a day with somebody who was nice. Anyway, but uh, the, the Entertainment Weekly at first, it was, okay, here's what it is with no real direction and we'd push it to customers. And of course, they'd be like, yeah, no, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. And it, it got so sneaky and it wasn't even kind of glossed over. It was direct from corporate – Here's how you sell this thing. You be as sneaky mm-hmm. as fuck. You do not tell them that it's going to bill them when the cycle's over. You do not tell them it's anything but a free magazine. Here, fill this out. You get a free magazine. You can see if you like it. Any, if they yep. ask any questions, you dodge them. Are you going to get billed for this? No, no, you won't get billed for this. No, no. Just fucking lie. Just straight out lie. And the numbers went through the roof. I mean, we started getting hundreds of them a day. Yep. When we started lying blatantly, I, I did not, I never, I couldn't do it because it was just against my moral compass, but I didn't have a problem. I say that, but I'm not a good guy. I hadn't, I didn't stop the people under me that were selling them from doing it. I just let them do their yeah, job. You're, just, and I, you're like, the onus wasn't on you. So, and which is another pressure point, which is absolutely another pressure point. Exactly. It lifted the weight off my shoulders. They were selling it. So I wasn't getting shit on that. They weren't, it's not selling, but they were pushing it. So I wasn't getting no, shit they, on that. They yeah. were pushing them. Uh, but it was. It wasn't even shady. It was outright fucking malicious the way they did it. And the no, numbers went through evil. the roof. It was flat evil. And then whatever it was, three months or six months later, we start we start getting the phone calls. I just got billed for this fucking thing. And they turned it into you know, the way corporate would twist was, oh, just tell them all they have to do is call the number and they'll get refunded. All they have to – that's not the fucking point. That's like the person the should have to call me to get that information and then call the number and have to be on the fucking yep. line for what now or before somebody picks it up because you know they're not answering that fucking phone in 10 minutes. Uh yep. But it was it was just straight up fucking awful, and it, I, I it, there's nothing you can't I can't gloss it over. It, it wasn't shady. It wasn't you know calc. It was calculating, but it was just fucking malicious. It was terrible. Um, and that's but anyway, I don't know. Why I brought that up. It was just such a shitty no, that's, fucking thing it's about being empathetic in any kind of managerial position. It's yeah, it's impossible. And the thing is, all of us, if you. Like, I have an aversion to subscription anything anyway, so, like, I really have, excuse me, I really have to be really invested in something for a su- subscription. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for the longest time, Xbox Xbox Live, when it was a thing, I was not with it, did not like it at all. The fact that they, to be able to play online with my friends, <laughs> when I had friends, um, <laughs> you got I me, buddy. needed to pay... <laughs> <laughs> you're not a friend you're a tuma i'm a tuma <laughs> no um like i couldn't play online with anybody because you know that's how xbox live worked you had to pay for that subscription to be online oh, you remember and before it, that when they had like socom and you could just play online and you didn't have to mm-hmm. have a subscription 
I love so even when anyway. online was crappy when it was free yeah. it was better in my opinion yeah I but agree. then <laughs> like they came out with game pass which is you know you have incentives and you're actually not paying a lot for what you get which was like that's how a subscription works that's the only time i really bought into a, any kind of subscription with the, so the free games when, and such yeah even yeah. if something says free i don't I don't personally fall for it, not because I think I'm super smart, but mainly because I have an aversion. I have a natural aversion to it. But I feel like I do have an aversion to falling to pressure where if I'm on the other side having to push something like that. And it took me having the Samsung job in order to really kind of get out of that Um, because it's 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 kind of disgusting to watch how you know, people will eat each other and then point fingers afterwards. Mm. Um, no company wants to take responsibility. When yeah. the whole Samsung, I was working for Samsung during the, what was it? The the Note 4? The or one the that lit on fire? The Note 8. Yeah, the Note 8. Was it the I 8? It was I thought eight. it was earlier than that. I felt like it was the, the 2 or something. No, you're no, right. It, it, was the the four. Absolutely it was the 4. Absolutely. It was the 4. You're right. It was the 4. four. Okay. Yeah. When the Note 4 went, like, would go up, I ended up doing my own research because I expected to <laughs> do my own research. <laughs> Call um, back. <laughs> um, I had to look into it myself because I couldn't trust my company because I knew they were going to sugarcoat it. I just sure. fucking knew it. They called us to fucking Jersey because there's a Samsung headquarters there. Right. And, like, the, it's crazy. Like, one half of it is Korean and the other half of it is American. Oh, it's so strange. It's so weird because it's it's like you're not in America anymore at, in one part of the building. Well, okay, uh, elaborate. What do you mean by one half is Korean? So, like, at least where I went, because we would rent a space in there to have our meeting. Okay. Um, There were no English-speaking Americans we saw except for the security guard. Huh. And it was just, like, a bunch of Korean people speaking Korean. Because Samsung is a Korean company, so I'm assuring, assuming they right. sh- they flew them in. Okay, that's what's going to be my question. You know, yeah, because they local or to were work they with the American teams? That's what I'm okay. thinking happened. Yeah, that makes so sense. In my yeah. in my experience, which is very limited, give me let me the fact that I was in the building and it was just super limited, like the cubicles and like the show area was all glass. It was crazy. And then it was like regular office space. And that's where all the American, <laughs> like American workers were, <laughs> were okay. in, like the cubicle spaces and they were operators and stuff like that. But and, like, it was crazy. It was just crazy looking. And it was what I would imagine a Korean building would look like based on yeah, movies yeah. and shit I've seen. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, but we, we go in, they call us in for the meeting and there's my boss, there's her boss, there's the people who are going to be guests to speak to us, and then all of us team members, these leaders, all in a room together. And they would just bullshit us the whole time, just bullshitting us. And I'm like, are you... Like, I don't want to it call them out. really catch on fire. Well, no, no. It, they it's were actually really admitting more. to it, because they couldn't not admit to it. But they wouldn't admit to how it happened. What um, they were like, well, we followed all procedures. Bullshit, you didn't, because you were trying to find cheap labor, and you know, one of the factories that built the phones fucked that up. When I think, I'm, I mean, I haven't I thought find. about that since it happened. That was fucking nuts when it happened. It was insane. It just phones mind just you, going up in flames. Mind you, let's let's get real here. Um, and whenever anything like that happens, because we don't like corporations by nature, but we know we need them 
to to get like people motivated to fucking do big things. Like if corporations didn't exist, we wouldn't make movies. Mm-hmm. The entertainment sure. industry would fall fucking flat without like the, a corporate a weird corporate mindset. Um, because nobody cares about the passion of things anymore. But anyway, um, it was more so that they weren't necessarily that they weren't owning up to it happening. It was just that they weren't even trying to address like the people who did negligent things with their phones. Like the one dude, his Jeep caught on fire. He lives in Florida. It was 90 something degrees. His phone was charging in the goddamn sun. No air conditioner. Yeah. And it lit up because he fell asleep in his, he fell asleep inside leaving his car, leaving his phone in his car. A normal phone would fucking immolate. If you did that. Yeah. I mean, that's so, just that's just putting yourself in a situation where you're asking for something like that to happen. Yeah. You know, I don't think he fell asleep. I think he went to take a shower or some shit. Like he did something where he left his car on and his phone and his phone on the charger. Ugh. Yeah, that's First just all, you're, you le- you're doing something fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just clearly doing something stupid. So there's people who do stupid shit like that. Then right. There's people who like the guy who was on the plane and the shit was in his pocket and all of a sudden just started smoking. Right. Like that was the big those one. Those are. Those, yeah, those are two different situations. Mm-hmm. And instead of addressing it properly, Samsung was just trying to like, well, ro- you know, sweep it under the rug or, um, well, direct them to this or, you know, well, th- we know they pre-ordered, but don't try to get them to, ke- to keep the pre-order because the phone will be fine. It's like, no, it's not. It's, it's done. You should do a full recall and restart. But do you want it to stay on your timeline so right. you made your extra profit? I'm sorry. If you've reached – and I don't know if they did. I think I remember them saying it. If you reached your profit goal by mid-quarter, and, and um, then you should be good because you're just supposed to be a little bit over what you did last year. Instead, way businesses work is like, oh, wow, we made $50 million over what we did last year. Let's see if we could do that to – 100 million and instead of making that like an extra goal they make that the The goal goal. yep very common so that next year you're not offering anything else because you're done you 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 say well we're going to push it higher so what do you do we fire people we put pressure on people yeah we pretty much affect lives we get cheaper labor so you know the phone shit will happen again eventually (laughs) yeah um we we cut deals with other shitty companies, so even if they do something terrible, our hands are clean. Like it just they keep pushing it like that. And it's it's more psychological than you would think. Because a lot of these people, since they're on different levels, don't know that they're doing something wrong or the fact that they're not the ones doing it, they feel no guilt for what they're doing. Yeah, I think I think when we like envision corporate structure, we like to think of it as a, a, a pyramid or a tree. When it's just not, it's just not yeah. that, it's not that connected. It really isn't. Yeah. Um, like generally nobody knows what the other half is doing. They just no. cover for the other half. That's all you're doing. You're just covering for each other. Anytime I've worked in a corporate environment and I worked for Dow for a while, you know, doing digital stuff, it, it that's exactly what it was. It was just, everything was completely disconnected. You had all these different departments that had their own goals that did not intersect with the other department's goals at all. And mm-hmm. It was very, very common for one goal to kind of overlap with the ability for another goal to get done in another department, and it it just never worked out. Not nothing was ever there was no synergy when it, you know when 
when yeah. it came down synergy to it. is not a real thing it really isn't i don't give a shit what anybody says it's not a real business. thing but i like it as a word i like it as it a is word. a really nice word i like it as a word because because idealistically if that's that's the way things should be you know if there's synergy yeah. amongst all aspects it's impossible it's not even it's not even you can't even conceive of how to get there but ideally yeah. that's you know that's the goal but anyway so Oh my God, we're, we're quite a ways in. We still have something else we want to talk about before we get to the topic. So we'll get into that. So I, I was listening to another pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can't even, I can't even recall which one it was, uh, but they were talking about uh, a, a, I believe a, a lawsuit about sexual harassment claims in the metaverse. So Joaquin and I talked about this briefly before we got on really quick, just like, Hey, I want to talk about this. And I decided to, I was like, you know what? I better check. Uh, make sure this is a real thing. I did a good Google search and I don't know that there are claims, but there are dozens and dozens of search results for people with saying this happened to them or I was sexually assaulted in the metaverse. I was raped in the metaverse. I was uh, sexually harassed in the metaverse. And I don't, when I first heard it, when I was listening to the podcast, my brain just kind of stopped because I, I, I had this weird disconnect where I immediately went to can something actually be happening if it's happening virtually? Like I can go in a video game and, and I'm not comparing. I don't want to, <laughs> I'm going to get myself in so much trouble talking like this, Yeah, you are. Go but ahead. I'm just going to, I'm going to go to a completely different thing. I'm not, I'm not comparing the two and I'm not comparing how the two happen, but like people play call of duty and kill the fuck out of each other. Right. They go shoot each yep. other. They beat but you. The don't say they play. killed me in the room. <laughs> right. But you're not like I got murdered in the metaverse and uh, right. I'm going to have to file a criminal claim. Obviously sexual harassment is different, right? Or sexual yeah. assault or anything. Well, not sexual assault. Let's, let's stop there. Let's start a sexual harassment. That's different. You can go online. You could be in a conversation and somebody could be saying, what's up, sweet tits <laughs> or like suck my dick. But then my brain started going, Man, I play video games and sometimes there's chat and I've been told to suck suck somebody's balls. <laughs> and how many to... times has a nine year old really just told yeah. you it's like like they're gonna <laughs> fuck you? That's like, what I mean. I don't play online games anymore for that reason. I can't when, get yelled when at. When I used to play Call of Duty, the <laughs> amount of people that'd be like, "I'm gonna fuck you, motherfucker!" Oh, I'm gonna rape your ass. You know, like, dude. So, so I'm thinking oh, about. It. I'm like, okay, so. I if by that by that <laughs> by that token I have been sexually harassed thousands of times since I started playing video well, games no, online. No, no, you're a YT man. Nobody gives a shit how you feel. Well, what I mean by by definition if <laughs> if it's, you know, somebody was threatening me with sexual advances or sexual violence I I guess so then I started trying to think of it in context of a metaverse. Okay, so let's talk about I don't even know what a metaverse is now. If there really is a definition, I think Facebook started the, up there. The definition right? is gonna. I think Facebook fucked up the idea of what a metaverse is. Yeah, I mean, let's let's for the sake of argument talk about it like Facebook's design, which is just essentially a virtual world, right? Where you're yeah moving an avatar through a virtual world. Is the game which, Second Life? Yes, the game Second Life is the, is exactly what it is. Which I, I don't know. I have trouble with that too because I my old man brain goes, why would I? go hang out in a bar in a video game on or in a virtual world. If I, I just go to a real bar and hang out with people. See, I see the appeal. I do actually I, see the appeal. I see as the somebody appeal, who, but my old man brain's like, I wouldn't do it. As somebody who hates themselves, I absolutely would do something like that. I guess there's also the ability to not only be anonymous, but be someone else, right? 
I mean, I could be whoever That's I That's the be. appeal. The main appeal is to be your ideal self. Even though, now that I think about it, why is Mark Zuckerberg's ideal self a scarier version of himself? I, <laughs> I don't I just, know. <laughs> but, um, no, it's, I, I absolutely agree. There, there is no line at all. And, like, it's sort of like when, I think it was a TikTok trend or something, or maybe a Tumblr trend, when people were just using the word rape for general, generally anything that they disliked, even if it wasn't, it didn't have sexual connotation. Oh, like, uh, uh, I was, my, raped my ears, like, if they didn't like yeah. music or something, yeah. But they would take it in the literal sense, not like, you know, I'm being hyperbolic. When was saying that? Oh, like I'm like, like you're literally raping my ears with this terrible sound. Well, yes, but exactly. But not being hyperbolic, like being seriously offended by serious it. about it. Um, there is no line with that. And the thing is, we we cycle the same fucking situation over and over and over again until it becomes more about the argument instead of about the point of the argument. Which yeah. the point is, there should be a line. Because it's stupid. If we want to get digital, fine. Let's get fucking digital. But also remember that, and I've said it in earlier episodes, it's a fucking toy. Mm-hmm. The internet yeah. is a fucking toy. We are playing with it to keep ourselves entertained. Why? If we can't handle Twitter, why the fuck would we going to try to advance <laughs> to a fucking metaverse where you're fully a whole different person? This is true. That's very, very true. Yeah, I mean, if you could go on Twitter and uh, post something with some level of anonymity, but uh, still get absolutely annihilated with comments that are vile, hateful, and just absolutely despicable, then you're going to talk about putting yourself in an actual virtual world where you're interacting with other people on a more, I, I guess not personal semi-personal, level. Semi-personal. I, I guess it's, level. it's yeah. metapersonal. Let's just call it metapersonal. Yeah, that's a good term. <laughs> a metapersonal level and really opening yourself up to all kinds of shit. One of the things that cracked me up, and I, I feel terrible because I started laughing, but they were, I think this particular instance they were talking about on this podcast was the person said that, <laughs> I'm going to laugh. I can't, <laughs> I can't not laugh. <laughs> You're going to make me laugh. <laughs> I can't not laugh. They, they said that, they, <laughs> there's so laugh. much joy in your face right now. It they, seems like it's just so stupid. It's so funny to me. They said that their avatar got teabagged by another avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was the that was the complaint, and I just I, I just thought back. I just that means back. every Halo player exactly. has been. I just thought back to Halo when when kneeling over your phone to poem to quote unquote teabag them was the biggest thing you could do. I mean, fuck. First I, of all, what the fuck was your avatar doing laying on the fucking ground then? I, I don't Where's know. <laughs> I don't know, but in the context of the Fortnite podcast. players? Isn't that a thing? Like, Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure they still do it in Fortnite. Fuck, dude, I, I <sighs> play NHL. I love playing NHL online. Uh, they don't. You can't do it anymore, but in the past, you could kneel with your player properly. Now the button yeah. makes them just lean over. And people would do it in that. They they'd hit you and knock your guy down, and then run up and start kneeling on your head with with NHL players. And uh, it was and, like okay. a thing. I just thought about this absurd thing that you just like you brought you presented this to me, and I get it. Isn't the point of a and we do this in media? Is this a point in in virtual worlds to do things that you're not able or allowed to do in real life? Yes. So shouldn't it be based on the rules of the room? 
it should be based on the rules of the room. But I mean, this it happens outside of that, right? It happens in the real world where people take things out of context and blow things up. The idea that someone and I, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm minimizing somebody's personal feelings. But the idea that you could be an avatar in a in a virtual world, like a metaverse or something, yeah, and have another avatar come up and and like it's not like there's a button for teabag, right? It's not like no. you can hit a button and it's like, okay, this is the teabag button, and your guy's gonna take his it's, nuts it's out. It's the bend the knees button. That's <laughs> yeah, all it it's, is. It's the, it's the crouch button. Um, and then somebody could be playing and have a, another avatar come over and I guess kneel on their face a couple times, and then be like legitimately personally upset and offended by that i don't know how you get there i mean i suppose if if you okay. have some trauma in your past maybe and it can you be triggered onto the situation but I, at that I point i don't even count that as triggering no i know fuck that it is you projecting there is no fucking way i guess something but- like that is so triggering if you play anything like that you must be somebody who doesn't do shit like that it must be your first that time was where i was gonna go where like i i don't oh, i'm see sorry how- i'm sorry no, no, but you're you're right on point. That's where my mind went was, okay, if that's something that would be triggering for me, why would I put myself in that situation to begin with? And I'm not trying to blame the person. I'm just logically trying to figure out in my head, why would I put myself in a situation where that would happen? Unless, like you said, how could you not know that the internet is a terrible place? And if you go yeah. into a virtual world that's based on the internet, people will do terrible things. It's going to happen. Now- you have to you have to at least understand that people can say terrible things, right? So, and people could say something that could be triggering to you if if there's some sort of past trauma that that could be triggering. I don't. I, I'm I, I'm going to use a term that I'm not a fan of, but I love the ideal of saying it like this. Is can we please normalize <laughs> being okay with people having a certain feeling about it and then going, "Hey, your feeling is stupid." <laughs> like no i i i, I understand you anymore. feel that way and i i know i you you're the way you feeling that way i feel bad that you feel that way but, but it's stupid. <laughs> well what i mean you feel is stupid and we, i'm not saying like i'm legitimately saying well you know other people do it that's fine no no it's i want you to step back and think about how absurd what you are saying is I'm aware of some of the stupid feelings I have towards certain things. Sure. I'm aware that me getting pissed off at, and this is, got to find something that I actually get pissed off about that's really stupid. I got it. I got one. I get pissed off when I lose a fucking hockey game when I'm playing online. If I'm playing a versus game online and I spend 30 minutes playing a game and then I lose, I get mad. I'm like, and it's, and my anger is just. I just wasted 30 minutes of my time because I didn't get that little dopamine rush at the end when I won. You know, I, I got I got a really stupid thing. When somebody says a term, and I mind you, I do it, but I still I get mad when other people do it. When I say a term or a word incorrectly, mm-hmm. for some reason I get incensed and I'm just like, no, it's this. Mind you, if it's a video on like YouTube or something, every fucking time the video plays. I'll fucking do it. And I get mad at myself for getting mad at that stupid thing. Now, mind you, this isn't saying like well, something as big as that matters or something small as that. But what I am saying is whatever your situation is, understand the way you are projecting it. Because guess what? If I was a victim of somebody, which a little TMI, I am, maybe they had a habit of saying things incorrectly. And so now I correlate my abuse 
to them doing to them saying words incorrectly. Right. Does that make my feelings stupid? No. It makes my reasoning for my feelings stupid because I didn't think about the way I'm projecting that thing out. That is a completely uh I'm trying to think of the right word. That is a fantastic and completely self-aware uh, way to look at something like that. And I I don't think anybody looks at things that way. Look, as far as getting mad at stupid things, I am the fucking king. I get mad <laughs> at everything. Every little dumb fucking thing gets me mad. I am the guy that, like, you know, is waiting in traffic and somebody pulls out just a half a second too early. They got plenty of time to pull out uh, too late. I mean – they got yeah. plenty of time to pull out in front of me, but it's just like a half a second later than they could have, and I'm fucking cursing at motherfucker, pull out in front of me, <laughs> fucking asshole. I'm that kind of dude. I get mad at everything, and I understand the and but but to, again to your point, I can look at that and go, it is fucking dumb that I let those things bother me, and I get angry about those yeah. things. Doesn't doesn't negate the fact that I get angry and my anger is real, but I understand how fucking stupid it is. So I don't know. It was just something. Like I said, when they first started talking about it and I thought about it, it really kind of broke my brain because I was trying to understand. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> well, I was trying to understand uh, how how that could apply in a virtual world, how how somebody could be assault, like sexually assaulted. Like I, I get harassment's one thing because words can be harassment, right? But assault, yeah. like you're, you're an avatar. And then when they went on and described the assault as a teabagging, I fucking lost it. I lost my shit. I was you, like, what? You, you say That's, that, and all I can imagine, all I can imagine is that they, they it happened to them, right? Like, they're you know, they're having fun day frolicking in the metaverse, and all of a sudden, like, they decide to lay on some virtual grass, and some dude in, like, the Doom, the Doom guy avatar runs up <laughs> and teabags him, <laughs> and then uh, takes off, or logs yeah. out, so they pop out of existence, right. and the guy's like, did that just happen to me? Oh my god. Nah, you know what? That no, that didn't happen. And then they log out. They log out of the metaverse. They get some dinner. They watch some Hulu. They're brushing their teeth. In the middle of them brushing their teeth, they just can't keep thinking of the Doom guy just teabagging them and teabagging them. It's just like <sighs> <laughs> And they just lose their shit. I guess I don't. I don't know. Like just so, at that moment, the, the glass shatters right in their bathroom. So, so that's the, so. So I did a quick Google search, and I just still have the search results up. This is before we started, but there's an article. So this is businessinsider.com. Researcher says her avatar was raped on Meta's metaverse. How researcher? Like, wait, is, okay. Is I, dude, avatar is, is wait, a stupid is avatar, word? Is metaverse like an active thing right now? Yes, I believe it's very, very little used though. Like they rolled it out and no one's fucking using it. Except for Silicon Valley dipshits, right? For the most part, probably. I mean, how can you be raped in a metaverse? There's no rape button. There's no sex button as far as I know. And don't you just report an abusive account? Okay, here, here we go. Let's, I'm going to read this over. This is making for terrible content, but I'm going to read this. 
The report linked a video that the group says show what happened to the researcher's avatar from her perspective. In the video, a male avatar is seen getting very close to her while another male avatar stands nearby watching. A bottle of what appears to be alcohol is passed between the two avatars per the video. Two male voices are heard making lewd comments in the video. That's the internet. If you're on the internet, people are going to say shitty things to you or have the ability to say shitty things to you. You <laughs> open sorry, yourself up to that. passing of the virtual bottle. I know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man, they're getting virtually drunk. They're wasted. Uh, in the video, blah, blah, blah. In part of the video, blah, blah, opted to share but not describe. The researcher was led into a private room at a party where she was raped by a user who kept telling her to turn around so he could do it from behind while users outside the window could see. All while another user in the room watched and passed around a vodka bottle. What does what does that mean? No. You know what? I don't care if somebody flames me or not. This is fake. There's no fucking way. There's no I, fucking way. You just go... This is weird. I'm going to go to a, a different room. Well, that's a whole other part of it, too, that like people is, can is put this, this shit out. 12? That, well, that's they could put this shit out and claim it happened without being completely fictitious. Yeah, and then it has to be a pick joke. it up. Yeah, it has, it, that to, has be, to be right? parody. That, that sounds like a parody. That sounds like an SVU episode. It makes just makes no sense. But I mean, she <laughs> this is like. She noted her controller vibrated when the male avatars touched her, resulting in a physical sensation that was the result of what she was experiencing offline. But can't you just hit the power button? Like, I understand in a real-life situation, you you could be able to run out the door and you feel paralyzed and can't do it. But we're talking about a video game. We're going to get flamed on for, for this by, no, by no, some no. people. No, no, no. This is we? literally taking internet shit way too seriously. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, literally what that is. That's I mean, but that's not uncommon. Like people, like, people. Well, again, that's okay. So somebody's going to probably bring up like bullying, internet bullying, virtual bullying. Right. Usually, with virtual bullying, comes with the person who's getting bullied. One of three things I, I want to say three is they're addicted to the social media that they are on, so their whole life is that. Sure. They're either. Not getting something at their home, be it, you know, relationships or anything. So that is their entire life or they're addicted to it or they're in school or in a social setting that they can't actually escape those people that are bullying them. Right. Because those people are in their school. Therefore, it's not virtual bullying. It is just bullying. So two of those cases is literally completely alone or or. You are addicted to it. I know that. Inter- you, I go to the YouTube comment section like a fucking pleb all the fucking time. I'm aware mm-hmm. of how stupid I am. Yeah. I got into a argument with somebody and I was pissed off for a week. Just pissed off at this person just because of how stupid, one, how stupid the argument was. Two, that they were just not listening to what I was saying. But then I was like, why am I taking this so goddamn serious? Like, this is – I know this is dumb. I'm yeah. aware this is dumb. Well, I mean I've talked about how, how often I do that with Facebook comments and stuff. Speaking <laughs> of, I got to go vote for the library. <laughs> oh, shit. So do I. Um, but, <laughs> but you know what? Okay. So – but in all three of, of, of your points, I can understand – I can understand the feeling. Right? If, if, if social media, if being online is your whole life, there's probably some mental aspect there that's – some sort of mental health aspect there that's that's mm-hmm. causing the issue. But the other thing I think that's really important is in most of those cases, cases, 
the bullying is pathological, right? It's yeah. on, it's all the time. We're talking about somebody being in a virtual metaverse party, at party, a virtual party, it, where they just it just kind of some one thing happens. It's not like it's constant. I don't know. It's just no, no. Again, I, I just I, I keep imagining the shitty looking Zuckerberg models. Just all of them kind of looking like varying versions of that. So essentially, <laughs> they look like an Adult Swim cartoon, and just. Uh, SVU episodes happening. Yeah. Like, did, did you not turn, like, you didn't turn off your laptop. You didn't report. People are in virtual chat rooms all the fucking time. And so I'm listen. not talking about like just a chat room. I'm talking about with a headset on. Oh, yeah. VR. Like Discord and, or something. Well, th- this is the first time we're fucking hearing about some shit like this. That has to be well, parody. So you make a, you may bring up the SVU episode actually makes another good point. So, Let's say that you have some trigger and and maybe that was triggering for you being in that situation. What about television then? Like, what if I'm watching an episode of SVU and there's a rape depicted and that triggers me? Can the is the SVU episode accountable for what happened or am I accountable for watching it? I I don't know, but it's it's I don't know. Where do we draw the, the fact line? That That's... They put it into such detail. The fact that it was in such detail. One, you should go see a therapist. If you really need that kind of help, you should go see a therapist about it. Mm. Um, because one, they, they're not doing jailable offenses. Don't give a shit what you're saying. Because right. Well, that's the big thing, right? Life, then, it's not criminal. Then let them burn. But, but right now, for all you know, they were fucking 10 year olds being fucking stupid. If Which that's even the fucking possible. case. It's very possible. If that's even, yeah. Oh, I've heard some terrible things from underage kids online. I'm like, oh, and I can't be like, just play oh, Call of Duty. Your parents, like, play yeah, Call of Duty like, for 30 minutes. The amount of times I play I mean, Fortnite. We've, we've talked about this. Just the play mi- Fortnite. The amount of Apex times Legends. Oh, yeah, I didn't him. But the amount of times in the time I've been playing video games, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say the words that I've been called a retard, a faggot, uh, a, 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 any variation of that word, uh. I can't even think of, but anything like that, constant, constant, constantly. constantly. Um, I still, when I, I, the only game I play online now is, is, uh, is NHL still. And I still get called those words playing that game constantly. My son plays Star Wars Battlefront. And people say the nastiest shit to him. And mind you, he doesn't have, I don't, I turn off mic. I turn off all that shit. Mm-hmm. So they message me because he's under my account. They message me really fucked up shit. Oh my god! I'm like, first yeah, you gotta of all, turn off messaging, a, buddy. Yeah, if you lost to a five year old, <laughs> I feel bad for you because you're still playing a dead game. Yeah. But two, you really went out of your way to go into messages to talk shit to somebody just because they didn't play the way you want them to play. Get the fuck over it. So. Again, that's another case of taking that shit too seriously. I don't let him see. I mean, it's not like he can really read it, but I don't even let him know that I'm a little annoyed, not by them saying nasty shit, but by them taking the effort to do so, putting forth the effort to do so. Yes. Like taking the time to send you a, a message after the fact too. Yeah. Um, like it's just. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I, I didn't even bring my, my handle online is bleak neon black. So I have black in my gamer tag. The amount of times I've played mm. NHL and I've been called the N word. I won't say that one. I've been, <laughs> I've been called the N word because they see black in my gamer tag and I have to be like, I'm white. You racist piece of shit. And yeah, they go, whatever N word, whatever N word. They just keep saying it. I mean, I am playing the whitest sport in the world online, but you're right. <laughs> 
Well, ne- well, next to not, I can't even say golf anymore. God damn. Yeah, man, Tiger golf to me is like the whitest fucking. Sport. I love the way the NHL treats uh uh like when it's Black History Month and Hispanic Heritage Month and shit because well, uh, uh, there's I I can't even name a Hispanic player and but there's like maybe four or five token and i'm saying token because they're used as the token black players in the nhl and it cracks me up because they have like their little montage for black history month and they show like the same five players 10 times the whole time (laughs) because they don't have enough players to to, to go through the whole 30 second clip just imagine being an editor having to edit that fucking video for the nhl (laughs) like all right we need we need a 30 second black history month clip uh they're like uh uh, we, only we only have five players and I can only get about 10 seconds without showing each of them three times. <laughs> like, just fucking just, throw them three times. Show them three just, times. And, and they can't just, even just play even an go audio back. from Martin Luther King. Just, just, <laughs> I mean, it's great. I'm really glad that, that the NHL does that and they have, uh, yeah, no, I forget effort. there's, there's an alliance, uh, there's an alliance. I forget the name, but there's an organization for getting black players into hockey that the league actually bolsters and talks about a lot. And there's a few players that are really big proponents of it. Look, don't block the the um the barrier to entry, but you don't need a special thing like a special thing for that. If they want to play, they want to play. Like, well, I think the problem is that they're like with with. And I hate to say it, but I think with the audience, there's a barrier to entry, right? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? You, yep. You know, I didn't. Not for the players, you but. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, there are. You can go online and read reports of NHL players getting called all kinds of sore, horrible things by people in the crowd. Actually, even by teammates. Which you know is what? Terrible. I, I remember hearing some shit when, Na- like, NASCAR. Or was it Indy? That there was some crazy shit about. Oh, about I forgot about sport. NASCAR. If you consider NASCAR a sport, that's the whitest sport in the world. I do. I do consider it a, okay. A so sport. that's the whitest sport no, in the world. I think it's the most redneck sport, but everybody loves fast cars. Like everybody, not everybody likes hockey. I hate NASCAR so much. It's NASCAR is bo- okay. Like car so described girl- it best. They go real fast and turn to the left sometimes. That's literally all I, they do. I <laughs> I dated a girl who was totally into NASCAR, and I didn't get it then. And now I have a father-in-law who is really into NASCAR, but he like he likes building cars. I usually. You know, people who who like who like piloting cars tend to like NASCAR. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. He, though. Like, there's a lot that he explained to me um, that I started understanding, and I was like, okay, so I'm not really interested in the driving aspect. Like, I'll walk out in the middle of a, of, a, of a fucking race, but I always like watching the pit crew, right? And yeah, when I agree. they have the internal cams because watching those motherfuckers really like control that shit it's is not dope yeah it's really but, fucking cool but people like i'm just here for the crashes how about <laughs> you see how many times they stop a crash from happening or yeah. they mitigate a crash is no, insane um yeah i don't know what happened to my dad my dad used to not be like this and then he well i know what happened he moved south and he turned into <laughs> a a nascar loving trump supporting red oh yeah he went full kanye yeah <laughs> Oh man, we don't have time to get into that this episode, do we? <laughs> I don't even I know where to start with that. Part. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know what? I don't it's think it's even worth talking no, about it's, Kanye. It's, it's full publicity. All I have to say is this is it's a publicity thing. That's it. Um, because him and Candace Owens are the biggest grifters I've ever fucking seen. They're taking advantage of everybody. Yeah. I've defended Kanye to the point where I said it. Look, he lost his shit when he killed his mom. 
And I don't mean it was accidental. It wasn't like he fucking did it himself, mm-hmm. but he paid for the surgery that killed her. I think he blames himself. He snapped after that. Once he joined the Kardashians, because yes, he became a Kardashian. Um, he, the shit he joined the cabal, lost his shit even more, um, and then became his own character instead of, you know, playing the character. He became what his character was. That's it for Kanye. I don't really give a shit what he says because I stopped listening to him. He was just like, yeah, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. And then playing some weird shit saying poopity scoop. I was done back then. <laughs> but everybody scoop. still fucking loved him then. Yeah. Um, Candace Owens, fuck her too. She's a piece of shit. Um, she sells snake oil and everybody just eats that shit up. Although there is an online thing that does make me really mad and I got to get into it before we get into our topic and then I'll be done. Okay. This, the shit with the, you, you were familiar with pink sauce, right? It, mm. It's this thing. That, Refresh my it, memory. It got, it got pink, big on, on TikTok for a little while. It's just it's bright it. pink sauce. Is bright pink sauce. I guess it tastes like ranch. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. No idea what you're talking about. I guess it's because I'm not on TikTok. Well, good. It wasn't, I wasn't on TikTok when I first heard about it. Um, but I don't, I don't need the Chinese knowing about my <laughs> my <laughs> going on. Um, or is it Chinese? No, you know what? You're right. TikTok is Chinese. Everybody talks right. about You're TikTok right. is Chinese spyware. Yeah, it is. Which, which you laugh, but, but I don't it, put yeah, anything probably is. So I don't put anything out important. No important information about me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, none of my information is. I was I was just but, gonna say I'd argue that nothing about me is important. <laughs> yeah. Um. This this lady, I guess she goes by like Chef P or some bullshit. Pretty much, she's like once once it got popular, it just she went in on it. She dyes her hair pink, you know. Say I'm a small business owner, and she was shipping the shit out. Okay. Now, fine, small business. You want to start your own thing. You want to put dye in fucking sauce and say it's your own shit. Fine. Uh, she's like, it goes good on anything. It's changed colors multiple times. Because I remember when I first saw it, it was hot pink. And now it's like a, a powder pink. Hmm. Um, and that's never good when you're talking was, about food. Made, <laughs> yeah, it made me think of like Pepto-Bismol. Like, yeah. That's what I think of when I think of a pink liquid like that. A thick at, pink liquid. At least produced and manufactured food should be consistent. Consistent, right? Time, right? Uh, and if you're going to change it, put that fucking label that says brand new color. Yeah. Same delicious taste, you know that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she shipped some of this out, and people criticized her because that's what you're going to do. Like you, your your food. When you put out food, you're going to get critiqued. Yeah, all food shows are that. There are critics a part of that. So Mm -hmm. she she sends it out, and some people are getting the bottles like swollen. They're packed. They're packed badly. Okay, they smell bad. Some some girl found glitter in hers. Yeah. And she was like, is that edible glitter? I don't know. Probably and not. So, is it glitter ever edible? <laughs> there is edible it's microplastic. It's, it's basically it? sugar. No, no. It's their edible glitter is a sugar that's made a certain way and then shattered into pieces. Oh, like the and, shit you'd put on uh, cupcakes or something? Like that kind of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, that's edible glitter. Um, so, and she would double down. And she would be on TikTok saying stupid shit like, I'm a black... Um, a black small black business owner, and you know people. Did you hear lie. my forehead smack? Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate that argument. One, okay, fine. Legitimate small black business owners generally don't have to announce it all the fucking time. <laughs> Since yeah. you're a black woman, 
you're going to have to do that because you want to get the support of the black women and small black business owners to be your shield for your shoddy product. Um, product. I'm sorry, but personal responsibility is a thing. Well, I mean, being a small black business owner is not a defensive impropriety. I guess. I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, no, no, it's negligence. It's negligence, just flat so, yeah. negligence. She's being negligent. And like her product would be fine if, you know, she didn't double down like this. So then she goes on this internet talk show. And this is oh, what kills me. God, internet talk show. Uh, a yeah, she goes on this, like, we need that, right? Maybe it's internet. It looks like, I don't know, nobody fucking ever knows about this guy. But um, it's it's like like Kumari or some shit. And he has her on there, and she's talking about the pink sauce. And they bring out one of her biggest crit- crit- critics. The girl was a white girl. They have her out. The white girl's making sense. And they all turn on her. Mind you, the girl is trying to be fair. But Chef P get, goes on, grabs homegirl's hand, cause and says, I'm gonna hold your hand when I say when I say this. You are not special. What does that have to do? What does that have to do? Now mind her? you, she clarified herself later, and I'm, I'm saying I'm giving her credit saying this, even though I, I know what she fucking meant. Um, she said, You're not special as in someone who's trying to hurt me. Bitch, no one's trying to hurt you. They're trying to keep you from hurting other people. Because when you deal with things that are ingested, especially you have yeah. a, a shitload of checks and balances you have to fucking go by. That is like food 101. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why if we have an FDA. <laughs> yeah, if you make bad food, not that they're very good. You consume it. Yeah. If you make bad food, like you might have the gut biome to deal with that shit. Other people might not. Her her fucking oh, on her label was off and had fake numbers and shit on it. What on is, what do you mean fake numbers? Like they the ingredients, uh, the nutritional facts, or yeah, somebody said they were like called fairy numbers or some shit. Okay, it's just like the nutritional shit was all fake and didn't make sense. <laughs> uh, they were like placeholders, That's and she funny. would have excuses, but she wouldn't have any proof that she was doing it. And then she made the excuse of saying, "Well, it was still in the testing phase." So then you were testing you it on the people it? who sold yeah. it to? Well, I mean, that is what the FDA does now, but what? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> and and I was just I was blo- mind blown, not necessarily by her and how stupid and selfish she was, but by the audience applauding whenever she says some terrible shit to the host. That is infuriating. Who, who who sided with her in clearly terrible things she was doing, and then she she he goes to the girl, and this is where I why I brought this up. He goes, she the the girl says, I think we were both wrong. Now, mind you, I don't think the girl was wrong when. She put up her review. Okay, I don't yeah. think she was wrong, but I can see where Chef P probably would have been upset if she didn't get directly interacted with. Because she didn't directly interact with her; she just made a video. Okay, but she's doing a food critique. That's what you do. Well, yeah, I was I was but, gonna say even if she was wrong, she has the uh, the right to put a video out saying how she exactly felt, whether she's right or wrong. So then the girl goes out. Um, she goes, but she accepts that she might not have been fully wrong, which also reminded me of the argument I had with the person on YouTube because I even did that. So that maybe I have a little bit of a a feeling because that's what I do. I'm just mm-hmm. like maybe I was a little wrong here. 
but she goes we were both we were both wrong with how we handled the situation you know there's a lot of learning to be done she didn't say it too well but that's essentially what she said and he goes well i feel like a lot of the learning needs to be on you soon as he said that i was just like okay where are you going with this nigga yes i was that pissed off i wanted to cuss him out to his face and call him a nigga he goes he goes because you know when you put things out like this you you're you're affecting her business you're affecting her family you're affecting her livelihood i'm like okay what about this bitch putting out shoddy food somebody eats it now they can't go to work so they can't feed their kids so they can't take care of themselves if they get dysentery now they got a fucking hospital bill on Mm. top of that shit but she doesn't want to take responsibility for all the people that did directly say anything to her she didn't bring out somebody who illegitimately said that some that you know a family member died yeah she had people who who had illegitimate claims towards her she didn't call the the, those people she's only presenting one side of the argument yeah, she just called out somebody who got a lot of um, uh, traction because they were right. Hmm. You didn't do anything to improve your fucking business. You just didn't want the bad publicity. You thought it was ready to go, and you weren't. If I f- said, you know what, I'm ready to be a film director. I didn't go to fucking film school, but I'm going to be a film director. So I'm going to make some fucking movies. And I fucking Neil Breen it and put some fucking movies out. Mm-hmm. And people critique it and say some terrible shit to me about it. Guess what? I put it out. I thought it was ready. There's also a difference between okay, and it I didn't don't, hurt again, anybody. Well, again, I don't know this. I don't know this. This is new to me. I'm gonna can't wait yeah. to go look it up after we're done talking here. But oh yeah, have fun looking it there, up. There's a difference between people critiquing the product because they don't like it and critiquing it because it's it's fucking straight up uh help me here no no it's 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 pretty much is the way i thought you were going to go with it is they're not critique they're critiquing the product and not the person uh that's another good idea it's not out of animosity towards the person or them trying to be successful is out of it's out of the respect for the thing you the the art or the business in which you are trying to endeavor in that's an extreme Another extremely good point. I was going down the route of I'm just critiquing. You're not talking about people critiquing the fact that they didn't like the way the sauce tasted or something. You're talking about people critiquing the fact that it was dangerous. Yes, they opened it up. They didn't want to try it. Yeah, which is a much people who didn't want to try it. Much different argument than uh, it didn't taste good. You're talking about I couldn't even try it because I was afraid I'd get sick or die or whatever. But you make you make another good point. People critiquing the product and not the person. That's I think at the crux of. The whole reason it's an issue. They were critiquing her product and she seems to be taking it as if they're critiquing her and her business and her business model and her life and her livelihood. Um, mm-hmm. And that's I mean, that's common. I see that with local uh, local business mm. reviews uh, because I don't know why, but there are people who in the local Facebook groups, when I say local, you know, like the town Facebook group. There's a bunch of them for our area that'll go in there and be like, I went and brought my I don't know, my car to blah, blah's car detailing. And I got it back and it was a freaking mess and they didn't do a very good job at all. Um, and then I start seeing the arguments. Oh, you're trying to ruin her business. You're trying to, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's a very benign review. It's, I, I think there's a difference between leaving a review and taking it to the Facebook group and trying to out the person. So maybe that's not a good yeah. example, but um, people that take reviews very personally, 
uh, it's it's part of the internet. And I I talk to, I mean, I deal with businesses and digital marketing stuff all the time. And I, I try to explain them all the time that you're going to get negative reviews. People are far more likely to go leave a shitty review than they are a good one. Just just because it's, mm-hmm. when I leave a shitty, it's it, when easier. they go, well, it's, it's easier. And when they leave a shitty review, it helps them feel better about their shitty experience. They feel like they were able yeah. to do something and get back at you and get Absolutely. a little bit of leverage back. Whereas a good review, you have to, it's just the goodness in your heart. I really like this. I'm going to go leave a positive review. Like you have to put forth extra to actually right. like it's do an extra something effort. positive. Yeah, if, where if you're actually unloading something negative. Exactly, you you're getting it off your chest, yeah. and you, you're feeling a little bit of uh, relief now that you've been able to go and leave a negative I've, review. Yeah, I've, that's a very great way to put it. That is an amazing way. Well, to that's put it. and that's the way it is with anything. So I don't, I never, when I look online, I never take you know if there's an overwhelming amount of negative reviews. Not overwhelming. I mean, if they're all negative, but if there's a lot of negative reviews, I never take them too much to heart because that's what it is. It's just people that had a bad experience and are just looking to unload. Anyway, we I don't think we've ever gotten this far into an episode without introducing our topic. We had, we had a lot of stuff going on. I'm sorry. We did, which is funny because before we started, I usually put together just a brief thing of notes. Like, here's a couple things I want to talk about when we start. And I only had one thing on my list and we ended up talking <laughs> for all this time. So let's get this shit rolling. Huh? It's time. To begin the complaining. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff. We should have another one that says, Now it's time to continue. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. All we've been doing. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I didn't think of that because all we do is complain beforehand, too, really. I mean, that's what this podcast is about. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about toilet seat pissers. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, we, we, we talked about this beforehand, but not specifically people who piss on the toilet seat because I piss on the toilet seat all the time. I can't help it. My shit's getting leaky <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but when you specifically don't go wipe it up when you're done, you know, it takes two mm-hmm. seconds. I've taught my son well. When you finish urinating in the toilet, why do I say urinating all clinic like? When you take a piss, you take a piece of toilet paper and you clean that seat. When you sprinkle, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the CD. I don't think that's necessarily how it goes, but it's something like that. I, I've never heard that, nor do I ever want to hear you sultrily say that into a microphone ever again. <laughs> Come on, that's for the <laughs> ASMR crowd. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, I so, can Go God. ahead. No, I was going to say just before we continue, um, have you ever had to take a piss? And it's because since we're getting older, Mm-hmm. And it just shock you because it doesn't go in the direction you thought it was going to go. Oh, in. that happens all the time. What the hell causes that? Have you ever had going to take a piss and it goes in two directions? Yeah. Just like, why? Is, is what my the fuck? Sticky? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? Why does it do that? It's a. It's, <laughs> I've never. I've never gone outside and turned on the garden hose and it just shot two directions. <laughs> and What's the force of the on? pee doesn't open it up. It just. Just yeah. It just keeps. <laughs> I've gone, I mean, not not many, many times, but there have been times when I've gone to the toilet and I've aimed directly in the bowl and it just went to both sides of the bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the fuck? All right, I'm going to share something I don't know why I'm sharing. But literally, just this weekend, on Saturday night, it was like 2 in the morning. I got up, I went to the bathroom to take a piss, and I was standing there. No, maybe it wasn't that late because somebody had messaged me and I was responding. So maybe it was like midnight. But I was kind of half asleep and I went in and I stood at the toilet and I put my phone down next to me. There's a little ledge next to my toilet. And I, I 
whipped it out. I was starting to pee and I saw the message and I kind of looked to the side and I started typing back and I finished peeing. I pulled my pants up and I flushed the toilet and immediately noticed I had just pissed down the side of my pants. So oh, no. I, I don't think I hit the toilet at all. I just had a just wet, full on. wet stripe going down from my crotch down to my leg with some on the uh, the uh, toilet rug in front of the toilet. I don't know how it happened. I was aiming at the toilet. I thought it was going in the toilet. I mean, I didn't I think I would have heard if it wasn't going in the toilet. I don't know how, but I pissed completely down the side of my leg. Oh man, I, that sucks. Yeah, now that you, now once you start getting older, it just stops. I didn't even mention it to my wife. I just threw the uh, pants in the oh no, you don't, you don't, the, the if you can help it, if you can fucking help know it now, but yeah, I don't know. I was hoping it would dry by the time she got to it. <laughs> She's just like, I mean, why is this pair of pants and the toilet seat rug sitting in the washing machine by themselves? <laughs> Probably would have figured out. She's a pretty smart woman, uh, but yeah, I don't know why. It's just like drips now all the time it's always dripping the reason why i ask because i understand that it's an accident for us guys and yeah ladies i got i got one for you too so let's not even fucking play around but like first guys i get it that it happens i get that you know sometimes you get to the shake portion of it and there's still you know a, a little stream of pee in there you just shake it and it goes and that's yeah. it but holy shit like okay i obviously i have i'm super self-conscious about a lot of things and piss on a toilet seat is one one because i fucking hate cleaning it and, and and especially well, if, it's it's not someone, yours. if it's someone yeah. else's yeah Ooh. and um two because my dad was kind of a <laughs> he was a dick um <laughs> and and cleaning toilet seats is now just a thing i have to do mm -hmm. because um even if i got sick and would vomit my dad would make me clean it up while i was vomiting because he couldn't stand to see it and he wouldn't be able to clean it. My dad also made me kill spiders because he hates spiders. So he, he <laughs> I understand now that that's why. That's he right. I called him it. a pussy. I'm oh, man shaming him. <laughs> My dad does some really sus shit. Um, <laughs> love the guy, but he's flawed. He's a human. But anyway, so um, one morning I get up, I have to piss. Obviously, you know, I'm actually having a good piss. And then my cat decides he wants to jump in the toilet seat because <laughs> he hears oh. the, the sound. And I flip out and I try to catch him and just pee all over the side of the wall, the floor. <laughs> just it goes everywhere. I've done that too, man. <laughs> and not even mentioning the cat who got into the toilet. Yeah. So now I'm dealing with this. And mind you, I'm glad he's a kitten at this point. He's not gigantic. So it's not like he's hard to clean. <laughs> but now I'm like wiping him off. I'm using the kid's wet wipes and just like cleaning him up as best as I can. He's a soaking wet cat. And I <laughs> oh, toss him into the hallway. And I don't mean I actually toss him. I just kind of run him out of the bathroom. <gasps> How so dare I you? you <laughs> no, because I'm sure somebody could take it out you of context. Abuser? And threw your fucking cat. Who is that Twitch streamer that threw her cat? There was a Twitch streamer. I remember reading an article. She really? like on her live stream. She picked up her cat and like literally fucking. I knew it was this this this, this overweight girl, um, Amberlynn Reed. That might be her. I don't know. I just she, remember she she a while ago. like she people would say she's abusive to her dogs and cats. And I remember her and her girlfriend at one point like manhandled the cat and tossed it. Yeah, that might be it. I I don't I don't. I'm it not familiar ago. with Twitch streamers. I don't watch Twitch Twitch streamers. Yeah, because I'm <laughs> over the age of fifteen, but. 
Uh, I watch documentaries on people, and a lot of them are on Twitch streamers. I should be more specific. I mean the women Twitch streamers that just, you know, hang their titties out while they uh, stream, and that's really (laughs) the only reason people watch them. Oh, my God. You mentioned – you just said that, and there's one. God, I got to – I'm going to finish the story. Um, So I'm cleaning up the piss everywhere, and my wife has a bit of an obsession of being afraid of my cat spraying. Well, not my cat, but of the cat spraying, Uh, which is reasonable, a reasonable fear to have. Even though he's fixed – She's afraid of him doing it. It smells. It's bad. And she's accused him of spraying multiple times and has been wrong every time. <laughs> Why? But this Why? is what this is one of the first times because she's afraid. She's afraid that he that he's gonna do it. And what, so she just wants to be ready fear? when he does it. She I guess she had a cat that sprayed before and it just like it's it's in ingrained in it her. It smells head. really bad. She just doesn't I like think the smell is really, yeah, I think the smell just because yeah, she it. was like younger and it happened. Yeah, it's kind it's of something something that's a little traumatizing there. Yeah. So, um, I you know I clean up as best as I can. It's like four in the morning. I'm I was planning on going back to bed, but it's not going to happen now. Like I'm too much energy, and I have to change right. my clothes. And I clean up, and I go on the couch, and I get ready because the kids have to get ready in a few hours. A couple hours pass. My wife gets up. You know, I start making lunch, and. My wife comes downstairs pissed off and a little pissed on, but mainly pissed off. <laughs> and she's like, the cat fucking peed. She probably didn't curse, but she went, the cat peed. The intensity of cursing was there. Oh, the man. Cat, this the cat is sprayed. The, here he sprayed. it is. I'm like, what? The moment. Like, <laughs> this is the moment. The moment you have to make a decision. <laughs> the cat sprayed. I'm like, did he? Like, yeah. I'm like, Where? Now, mind you, I wasn't thinking about the fact that I peed all over. Okay, you hadn't you hadn't put two and two together. It, it didn't click in my head because a few. It was like seven o'clock now. Okay, it was four when it happened. Um, and I'm heading upstairs, and as soon as I walk into the bathroom and I see it, go. Sorry, babe, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> you that was the thought. first thing I said. That was the first thing I said. I I didn't even. I I couldn't. I couldn't. I was embarrassed. It was so embarrassing. You know what? Well, that was me. I'm going to clap for you for owning up to it. <laughs> and she goes, what? Like, so it is his fault, but I did it and I missed it. He jumped into the toilet while I was peeing and I lost control. <laughs> yeah, just lost control. And My she, hog went she, wild. She looked at me. This is one thing I love wait, wait, being married to a white man. Ooh, this is a difficult guess. Is it a look of oh, no. disdain or pity? Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with disdain. Pure. So one thing about being in an interracial relationship, you know, black to white, so we're the, you know, Othello cookie, is <laughs> I can tell her emotions simply by the shade of her face. <laughs> okay. And I enjoy that. Um and I look, it's like having a mood wife, a mood moody wife. Um, I a look mood wife. and I couldn't necessarily tell at first because she was beat red. But then I looked at her eyes and they were tearing. She thought the shit was hilarious. Oh, good. <laughs> then good. I oh. peed all over the place and oh, she was annoyed. So she was state. annoyed. Oh yeah. She was annoyed that I peed. But that, uh, that I you no, know, she was annoyed that I failed to clean it, and she was mad that she stepped in it. Oh, she stepped in it too. That's why she was mad. Oh, I'd be mad too, man. Jesus, I'm just happy she didn't get her hands on the cat before she got to me. Mm. 
I was just like on the bathroom cleaning it up because she was going to stick his nose in it. I think that's what she was going to do. <laughs> Does that work with a cat? I, I don't. I don't know if it works cats with a dog. Cats are pretty smart. No, cats are pretty smart. And cats are also sensitive to smells. But I that's putting their nose in a thing for a cat, I think, would make them more vindictive. Yeah, cats are vindictive by nature. Where dogs just like, oh, well, I mean, I don't want to pee. I'll just try not to. Is that my pee? <laughs> it smells like my pee. Maybe I should drink it to make sure. I'm just dogs. <laughs> yeah, oh, dogs that would are dumb. Be the- I love dogs, but they're dumb. Oh man! One time uh, when my son yeah. was really little, he shit on the floor because he wasn't wearing pants, and the dog ate it. Oh, it was so good! Like next to each other, like it like dropped out, and the dog was sitting there and just immediately ate it. Oh, this would be the second time on the hey, show you made me gag. I was glad I didn't have to clean it up. <laughs> There's oh, no cleanup for me. Oh, I kind of oh, patted the dog in the head was like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I am begging you to stop. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, let's go back to Felicity Pizzer. No, yeah. no, 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 but wait. No, I'm cleaning up my own piss. That's what I'm saying. I'm cleaning up my own piss, and so I have to do it. In the Army, these motherfuckers. Really? Because you have to clean the barracks in basic training and in um, AIT. Sure. You have to do the maintenance in the morning. You do PT, you get dressed, you eat, you do cleaning. Okay, makes sense. Um, Or you clean and eat. I I think you did the cleaning first, though. And how the fuck do you piss? I can almost understanding piss getting under the seat, like under the lid, and not noticing it. But the amount of pee, like if you piss on the seat and wipe it up, but you don't lift the seat to make sure none of it How fell underneath. How does it underneath. get on the bottom, though? <laughs> You're pissing down. No, no. no I'm sorry. The not the top lid because there's no top lid. The seat. Oh, okay. And then you lift the seat part and there's just like the porcelain bowl and the. Oh, know, okay. The bowl part. Because there's the no underside. actual seats in like a barracks right, right. bathroom. It's like, it's like it's a, a public, public bathroom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about under that part. Okay. Sometimes people will pee, hit the thing, and then it'll run underneath there. And that's how you get it. Like, it looks all orange and yellow. Do they not like, lift the seat when they it. pee? They don't, lift, they don't lift the seat when they pee. I most, guess I get that. I guess the understanding people, people don't, don't want to touch it. it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to touch it. Fine. But if you're going to wipe your pee off, make sure that you at least you wipe the rim. Because if somebody sits down on that motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. some of the skin fits right under and the tip of their ass just might get a little pee oh it's gonna i mean if you got a, a, a boltless ass like i do it's gonna squeeze its way in there it's gonna get some piss you just on don't it. need it but ba- you feel bad enough that you have to take a shit in a public bathroom oh dude i hate i did not take a public shit in a bathroom until i was like 25 i um, <laughs> you know what that's not totally true there was probably one or two instances where it was you an emergency to, like, your, i yeah. and i couldn't help it i went when i went to the ashokan uh, did you go to the Ashokan? With oh my God, the Ashokan. So the Ashokan is a public reservoir near us and there's a little camp there. And it was a very popular trip when uh, when we were in elementary school area yep. where you'd go yes, for, I don't know about you, but I went for five days. You spent Monday through Friday there and you spent it overnight. I think Some we did the did. same thing. Yeah, I, I think I, I think talked to a couple of people thing. that only went for the day. We went. My sister went for four days. Right. So I went she, Monday so... through Friday. I did not shit the entire time I was there. And I think that's what started constipated my constipation. Constipated hell when you get back. Yeah, but I think that's what started it because I'm always constipated now. I think I just did that for myself. Me and my bowels have an agreement, right? My bowels and I know when I am not home, I do not poop, okay? It's just the way it goes. My bowels go, okay, motherfucker. 
We're not going to give you a hard time. We're not going to give you a hard time. We're going to give you a couple of reminders here and there. We'll, we'll rumble a little mm-hmm. bit, let you know what's going on so you're not just dawdling. But they know, okay, we're not going to give you too hard, much of a hard time. And then when I get about, I don't know, 30 <laughs> seconds away from the house, they from light the house, up. You're... And they're like, all right, yeah. bitch, it's on. <laughs> you run into that house and you evacuate us before we do it in your pants. That's just the way my belt. We came. To we an will agreement. do it for you, motherfucker. Yeah, we came to an agreement a while ago, and that's just the way it works now. Um, but yeah, I get it. I, I get not wanting to poop. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it started. I think when I was in first grade, maybe uh, somebody opened the door when I was in the bathroom and walked in on me in a pu- in a public mm. restroom, like open the stall door. And I don't know if it just stems from that, and that was my immediate first first uh, uh, you know situation where i was in a public bathroom and that was what happened and it was just like yeah. i don't like this now um but it took a long time for me to be able to poop in a public restroom again unless i really really had to but then i started you know once you start doing stuff like if i'm going to go down to the city for a rangers game and i'm in msg and i have to shit like i can't not you know <laughs> i yeah. can't hold it all i guess i could but it took my deployment to the philippines for me to start taking a shit in like public spaces purposefully yeah i would even mind you i was in the army for two years before i got deployed and um so it's one i got lucky and i could just hold it for a few days which was terrible and now that you mentioned being impacted i was impacted as a kid and i think it was around the time i went to ashokan because i probably didn't go then either yeah that's rough um but um it, it took me being an adult to do that and mind you it obviously the worst possible time i was like in a village with with the sf team and i couldn't sleep because it was raining and all the insects ended up coming underneath the hut and just like eating us alive and i was really bad at sleeping outside even to this day i'm just bad at sleeping outside and um i had to go to the bathroom and so when you go (laughs) when you go in there's a giant water barrel to to like wash your hands and your behind leaves okay. to wipe your butt with Wait a minute. giant banana leaves a water barrel to wash your hands and your behind yeah like you take water out and you wipe your behind you like clean your behind and then use the the banana leaves oh, I'm picturing and people sticking their hands in into this barrel and then just kind of just cra- jumping up on it sticking their hands in there <laughs> no no there's there's an etiquette at least to what they were doing on in this in this um this is this villagey area and the also the water barrel has a secondary purpose as for people who can't crouch like okay. who can't poop squat right so i and i wasn't one because i don't do that i had to hold my pants in front of me and hold on to the barrel <laughs> just sit and next it took to something so? as extreme no it's in front of you okay and i'm like holding on to the barrel wait what There's are you shitting behind on? me oh okay the hole in the ground okay Sh- shitting into a hole in the ground my okay. friend yeah, but I'm just kind of I'm trying and to use understand the water the logistics. barrel to also flush. Like, there's also like a pot that you pull the water out and you. Fl- what are you like, flushing? It's a hole. The hole, and it goes down the hill. Like it's it's a huge fucking thing. Man, my like, brain is blown right the, now the, with the, the having new shit is like this. Insane. Here's me talking about how much I don't want to shit in a public bathroom and you're shitting holding onto a barrel into a hole that's going to flow down a a hill. This isn't the worst place I had to shit while deployed. Well, this is my nightmare already, so maybe you don't want to go into it. Yeah, I don't think you you should go to it. had worse than me. Oh, I'm going to now that you said that. Yeah, but this is – I already have nightmares. Fuck. Um, 
So yeah, there was that situation. That was well, one folks, of the things. Folks, we're all out of time for today. <laughs> no, no, uh, uh-uh, fuck you, fuck you. And this goes into what we're talking about. Okay, because this is also people who don't know how to, who put shit all over the fucking bathroom, public bathrooms too. And there's something wrong with you. There's something. Oh, that's a whole other wrong story. With you people. Um, I'm in the Afghanistan. In Afghanistan, there are there was no toilets where we were. It was a stone box. And then you have to take an ammo can, you have to take this bag that has essentially kitty litter in it, and you shit into that. That's where you go. What do you put it over the ammo can? Yeah, you put the like bag wrap you it open over the bag, you wrap it over like a trash can where it has the litter in it. Okay, you don't, you you don't, don't just hold it over your butthole? Behind. You just yeah, crouch you, and hold it over your you butthole cr- while you're yeah. pooping? <laughs> in, in this fucking stone box that's hot as shit. This is giving me so Mind much agita. So they oh. built... They built a bullshit ass, I mean, it was what they had, but this bullshit ass stall area, this bathroom, is all wood, it's a wood paint, there's wood plank dividers, wood plank across, wood, with the wood hole shaved, like cut out for you to sit on, and it's open on the bottom and open on the top, and you take the ammo can, you slide the ammo can underneath the hole, and you do what you need to do. Now, what do they do with the ammo can after you you take the bag out. You fold the bag. Oh, okay, it's reusable ammo can. Okay. Yeah, the the ammo can is reusable, reusable, okay. reusable. But some motherfuckers, I guess, are just so fucking dense that they don't understand. Just because there's a hole in a plank of wood, there's nothing catching the shit. It's just an open cubby right. for you to put the ammo can in. But you're gonna take your pants off, and then shit <laughs> in this hole. Without lining it up with properly? With open cubby underneath, pull your pants up, and leave with the shit just right there. Oh, and they don't even put dude, the ammo can in. No. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and mind you, I know you're pissing while you're doing it. Another uh, motherfucker comes up and takes a shit on top of your shit. It's not going anywhere. It's not like it's hidden. Soon as you, you can see it. Looking down. It's a so, big open cubby. So you as the ammo can user now has to look in there to put the ammo can in and there's a pile of shit there. A shit pile bigger than the ammo can. What do you do? You find a new way to take a shit. I was just saying, do you just keep shitting on top of it and just hope you're not the one that has to clean it out the next day? Dude, dude, this is what makes me so mad about people who piss on toilet seats here on civilian side well okay because i had to put up a shit literal shit like that i'm glad you said that because here i am saying i want to complain about people who don't clean their pee off the toilet seat and you're dealing with literal piles of human shit in a hole that have to be cleaned up so i felt kind of bad complaining about it it, but you're mad too (laughs) no of course it didn't need to happen but neither just piss on the toilet seat after a guy's done exactly it takes 13 seconds to grab a piece of toilet paper what not even two seconds wipe it up and put it in the toilet bowl and motherfucker, if there is no toilet paper in the stall, anything short of somebody running into that stall behind you, you go over to the paper towels. Yeah, right. You clean pull one off. Way. You go back into that fucking stall. But you can take a toilet seat cover if you need to. Just do something. Just and do you know what? Something. You know what's even worse? We're talking about public toilets, which are a whole other story. Because then you're dealing with the outside world, which is just full of dirty, disgusting people that don't care. But I've had people yeah. do it in my house, or I've gone into somebody's house where that somebody is so had done it. Well, it's just like, who, like I've gone into my bathroom after having company over, and there's piss on the seat, and I'm just like. Why? Why? 
How can you go in my house, come in my house and piss on my toilet seat and not clean it up? Granted, if, if it's a little kid, it's a... one thing. Like, yeah, no, I'm that's not, just so you know, kid. This you is, understand that. This isn't me me slightly talking about you coming over there being pissed on my toilet seat after you left. No, I'm, not talking I'm about sure you there guys. isn't piss on – no, I am 100% <laughs> sure there isn't piss on your toilet seat when I use the bathroom. I'm making it clear for the I don't the know users. about my kids. I don't know about my wife. With me, not happening. <laughs> well, can a woman get pissed on the toilet seat? Yes, they can. How? Yes, they fucking right, can. Explain this to me. One, have you never heard your wife piss? Have you ever been in the other room yeah. and heard your wife piss? Yeah. You hear how fast that motherfucker comes out? It is fast, yeah. It does seem pretty fast. Do you think if they had to pee really bad and they pulled their pants down that their ass was fully got to the seat before <laughs> they took a piss? You think they're tripping a little ahead of time? <laughs> I'm quite fucking sure they are. I know. I like to My think daughter did it. My daughter did it before. Everybody fucking does it. It did take me a while Everybody. to get, get my son to to really be diligent about wiping the seat, and once in a while I'd go in there. You know what the biggest problem was? His dick What's was up? too small to actually reach over the toilet enough. So it I would, don't need his, to know. His dick would literally. <laughs> God damn it! His dick would literally be over the rim of the toilet. So when he was done, it would just kind of drip right down onto the rim because it couldn't drip into the toilet. So it took a while to make oh. sure he was cleaning that up. Look, man. Little white boys have tiny dicks, okay? I'm realistic. It's just... See, the thing is, now a a story's being painted in my head. And I... Like, I take care of my son. So I get it. I 100% get it. But now it's your your son's head on my son's body so I can relate to the situation. (laughs) And it makes me uncomfortable. Have I ever ever told you my my thought press? Even though I've seen your son... I've seen your son take his diaper off. That's true. And just walk around. I've seen him do that. Yeah, you have. But it's like, well. I'm giving you. A, I'm giving you an image. Have I ever told you my my, <laughs> my thought process on on uh, your kid and and dicks, your son and, and dicks? I no. think the way I feel. Here's how I feel about. It. I think when your son is very young, when he's like two or three, and this probably only applies to me and not you. Oh, no. <laughs> you'll find. I think it's a good idea to make sure your kid sees your dick at least once. Right. <laughs> I've heard this. Because, for some reason. because he's gonna see it oh. and think it's gigantic compared to his, right? And he will grow up always thinking, my dad's got a giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> It'll always be in his brain. He'll always think back to that time he was three and he'll be like, my dad's dick was really big that time I saw it by accident. You know, and you I don't want my son to ever think about my dick. Never. I'm the only one not that has this going through my head. No, I'm sure you're not, because I've heard this shit before. Really? You've heard this from other people other than me. Thought pattern. Are you I've sure it wasn't me? Are you sure it wasn't I'm me? I'm quite sure it wasn't you, because oh, I heard man. it when I was younger. Before Here I, I had am. kids. Here I am thinking I'm unique. Thinking in you're thought. unique. You're unique, cusping the the ideal of wanting to feel super manly in front of your kid. I'm in a the little gayest disappointed way. that this wasn't my <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'm like hurt look, a little look, bit inside. I, I look, my son makes me super uncomfortable sometimes because for him, his dick is. Oh, now I'm talking about my son's dick. <laughs> We're both talking about our son's dicks on this podcast. Oh, this son has of been a bitch. so. The last like 30, 40 minutes of this podcast has been urine, feces, and children's dicks. God damn it! We're gonna get flagged. <laughs> this content's gonna get flagged. Just understand, my son made me very uncomfortable because I still bathe the kids. They don't want their mother to do it and my daughter finally got to the point where she wants like independence mm-hmm. so all i yeah, have to do is turn the, turn the shower on for her and go if you need help 
I'm I'm on the stairs or I'm downstairs. Just was, call out. Isn't that a good feeling when that? I happens? fucking love that. I'm like, I don't have to be in the bathroom getting yelling at you for splashing or being in the hot because we have a heater and it's just like I, I like I just I don't like it. I'll wash I'll wash my son's hair because I used to wash their hair, but now she can do it. Right. But so my son thinks he's funny. He thinks he's hilarious. And I'm like, all right, bud, let's wash you. So I'll wash him. And then he goes, Oh, my no no square. And starts grabbing himself and dancing. I'm like, Wait, what? Boy. <laughs> my he'll what? Grab his no his no no square. <laughs> oh, his which no no is, square. And he'll like hold it and like pulling on it hard. That's that's painful and, sounding. Well, I mean, his testicles haven't dropped yet because, you know, he hasn't reached that age. So I'm guessing the nerves aren't quite the, I don't know the science of I, that. I guess. But it's just awkward. And I don't want to shame him for it being explorative. I have the same problem. But I don't want to be like, boy, stop pulling on your dick. Like, I don't want to like. I don't. When I was curious as a kid about it, my dad was completely like, they're religious. So right. he, he was non- he was non-supportive of it. It left me for a lot of years being very confused about myself. Or at least it didn't help my confusion. Yeah, I get it. So I want to be supportive of my kids. Like for like, but I also don't I, I, I there's a line, like there's an inappropriateness. So I use the word I usually use like, hey, that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Like there's a time and place for everything, and now that, is not well, the time, and this is not the place. That's the route I go with my son because he 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 went through a phase of playing with himself quite a bit, not playing playing okay. with himself, but you know, yeah, like, no, he's just like what down is there, this thing? It's moving just, around. Yeah. And my daughter would occasionally too put her hand down there, and I used the same thing. I was just, you know now you don't do that around other people. You could do that when you're yes. by yourself. You don't do that around other people though. That's, it's that's so it's went. such a difficult. It's so difficult when it you is. are uncomfortable, but you have to be mindful enough to not. Per, like push that uncomfortability on them. It's hard these days too, because you know, the way we parent and the effect it has on our kids has such a big spotlight on it anymore. Where like mm-hmm. 20 years ago or 40 years ago when we were kids, the parents didn't think about it. They just be like, quit fucking touching your dick. You know, it, it, well, it yeah. wouldn't be a thing, but now we have the mindset or we've been taught and not in a bad way, but we've been taught like you have to consider what you're saying and the effect it's going to have yeah. and how they're going to interpret it. So you have to really, you can't just say anything where you have to think about what you're saying and the implications of it. So, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, I like the fact, though, that we both had that thought. We both are like, our kid is playing with his dick. How do we approach this? We don't want him to yeah. think it's a bad thing. He can't touch his dick or he shouldn't touch his dick, but we we he shouldn't sure. be doing it right now. It's inappropriate for the situation. Yeah, so I, I mean, know. I do have a, I do have a real fear because you know he, I have a boy. Like he he's he he's a young boy. He's super affectionate. And I'm afraid. I am super afraid that, you know, he's going to be considered, you know, some type of predator or raised wrong or and not not how it will reflect on me, but how it will reflect on him. Sure. Uh, being raised wrong or being raised, you know, as like some kind of misogynist or hypersexualized because he's a young black kid. Mind you, yes, he's biracial, but he looks like a black kid. Right. And he, well, he's, he's got else. that extra step. But even my son, it's the same thing as far, not right. the same thing. It, but, Just, but that's what I'm saying. Like you have a son. Right. It's still the son aspect. But to your, to your point, having him be uh, a black son is, is a whole nother level too, which, you know, isn't even something I have to consider. So you have extra stuff to worry about, but you're right. It's, it's, um, it's hard because we're in this changing environment 
socially and politically, and everybody's still kind of navigating their way through it. And what we're teaching our kids now is going to affect the way they are in 10 years from now, 20 years from now. We want to teach them the right way. I don't want to have, I don't want my son to have to learn to change his mindset. Like, not that I've ever had a, a negative or, or malicious mindset, and I've never been hateful or or any of that. Um, but I have to change the way I think about the way I talk and the things I say and the, the way I approach things. Just be mindful, yeah. Be mindful, mindful. and Sorry. and I, I and yes, being mindful. Um, and I don't want him to ever have to. I, I want him to just grow up thinking that way ahead of time. I don't want him to get to a point where he goes, all right, I have to reconsider the way I think about things and be more attentive. I just want him to grow up that way, and it's hard well, because. I think the first, the first, the first step for your son, and same with mine, is to teach them to clean their piss off the seat when they pee on it. Like Fuck it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. It's going to fucking happen. Fucking clean it up. So at least there's two less assholes out there who don't <laughs> clean up their fucking piss off the toilet seat. Going to someone's house, I can't understand that. Yeah, that's somebody diff- goes that's, to that's your a house. That's like that's a that's like a second tier of pissing on a toilet seat when it's yeah. not a public. I get toilet seat. embarrassed if I sit on someone's toilet seat and you leave that little sweaty streak f- from your ass on the toilet seat. I clean <laughs> that shit off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's embarrassing. I have baby wipes uh, in both bathrooms, and I usually just grab one of those and oh, wipe I... the seat down. Yep, just it's usually the way it's I go. That easy is that yeah. fucking easy. It takes two seconds, but you also do have a bidet, so I I have to use the bathroom whenever I go. You know what so troubles long. me. <laughs> It's just about time for us to to wrap up here because uh, we got to pick up our kids and I didn't even get to talk about my bidet. I'm going to talk. Here's the thing. We're going to talk about the bidet in the next episode and why it's the most amazing thing. I decided I I originally was going to propose as a topic for the show, people who don't use a bidet. And then I realized that it's not, it's not a, a thing of maliciousness. They're not bad people. They're just ignorant to the wonder that is the bidet. Okay, so next episode, we'll start off with some bidet talk and I will preach the bidet and why it's the most amazing thing in the world and why you all should get one. This isn't an advertisement. We're not we're not sponsored by Tushy. All right. It's just amazing. You should get one anyway. Guys, thanks for listening to the pod. I appreciate and uh, Joaquin appreciates. I should just say we that would make that a lot easier. Uh, You listen in this long. We hope you enjoyed the podcast, even though we talked a lot about piss and shit and our children's dicks. Ah. Uh, I said it again. I had to bring it up again. I mean, thank you so much for listening. If you (laughs) like the podcast, share it with a friend. If you hate the podcast, share it with an enemy. Uh, We would love some feedback. If you could send us an email podcast at, and that is why I hate you.com. We will, uh, if you're okay with it, read it on air and be happy to respond on air. I, I don't think we've ever mentioned that before. You don't just have to send us an email just for us to read. We'll, we'll read it on air and we'll respond to it. Uh, thanks for listening. Joaquin, anything else you want to add? No, just take care of yourselves. Yeah, take care of yourselves. Be healthy. We're going to go vote for this fucking library so that it fails anyway. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I didn't talk over the whole thing. I did it.